man, I was so worried all season because I've I've been sitting on that for the whole year. And I was like, what am I going to do with this tiny shirt if I don't beat Joe? I can't just give it to him. Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast postseason edition. We made it, G-Funk. Yes! El, El Scorcho, you are in. Ooh, oh, my God. I, I couldn't even watch last night. I, I just, I would not have been able to make it. I said, Liz, do not turn on the football game. She said, Greg, are you sick? What is wrong with you? I said, yes, I am sick. I, I am sick with anger and dismay and confusion over how my whole season has gone. I cannot watch it end this way because I was positive that my season would be over in the Legacy League. All weekend, I got all these texts from you about your season being done. You're going to miss the playoffs, trying to get me to throw the game on purpose so you could sneak in. Sunday afternoon, game start. I'm at the wonderful first birthday party for little Mackenzie Stortz. I look at my phone and I have all these texts of you just conceding. Oh, I'm done. I'm out. Good luck, Corpy. I hope you win. I'm a burnt piece of toast. (laughs) Yeah. And then here we are Tuesday morning and you're in, I'm in, Corpy's in. Oof, but bad juju. We'll have to talk about him shortly. News around the NFL. There is no more bye weeks as we get into the fantasy playoffs, which is fantastic. Thank God. But unfortunately, might not be any buys, but there's plenty of COVID. The most cases of all year were happened uh, this past Monday, 47 cases in the NFL. Wow. So there's going to be a lot more players missing last minute. If you had Tyler Higby this past Monday and you got stuck like Trent did, what a damn shame that was. This pandemic had its hand in the fantasy year as well. Yeah, big time. I mean, there, there has never been a year where you have wanted a deep bench more. You know, a lot of times uh, teams will go, you know, the old stars and scrubs route. If you did that this year, it did not work out well for you. Yeah, and especially in a league like the Legacy League, where we have a very short bench, just five players. And even in the coast to coast, we only have waivers run once daily. So Trent was completely screwed last night when he got the news about Higby. Uh, That might be something we have to revisit next year. But as of right now, I know the L.A. Rams have completely shut down their facilities for COVID. Half the Browns are out with COVID. So I just hope there's not a game that gets canceled or at this point, that would be unbelievable, but stranger things have happened this year. All right, now let's jump into our quick three. Number one, the Buffalo Bills, a uh, preseason Super Bowl favorite are currently seven and six. The Atlanta Falcons, six and seven, just one game back. The Bills are a plus 134 in points against their opponents while the Falcons are minus 108. What a crazy league it is that we watch. Those teams are separated by a game in the standings, but in your points four, like we look at a lot in fantasy, mm-hmm. much, much different. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes you wonder if at some point the uh, real NFL will take a cue from the fantasy world and make the final seed whatever team that's been left out that has the best points plus or minus you you know you would say so it'd be like points four getting the final seed in fantasy can't really do a plus or minus in uh, fantasy football because you have no control over your points against right tweet number two your boy Debo Samuel has 29 carries this season 
for 236 yards and six touchdowns. That's 8.4 yards per carry. He's so good at running back. They might ask him to take a pay cut as a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, that's my team this year, man. All running backs. We, we don't throw the ball. He's had an unbelievable couple of games these last few weeks scoring on the ground. He has scored a rushing touchdown in his last four games, and he only has five receiving touchdowns this year. So it just goes to show you, they like to get him involved. We talked about this preseason, I think, about his uh, average depth of target was like four yards last year. And, uh, hey, it's worked out for him. Just get the ball in his hands and that Shanahan offense and making things happen for El Scorcho and the 2022 champs. That's right. Own them in both leagues. And number three, Hunter Renfro has been a wide receiver one five of the last six weeks. Wow. Meanwhile, only three wide receivers in the league have five wide receiver one games all year long. Jeez. He is not flashy. He is not exciting, but he gets the job done. He gets open. Derek Carr looks for him and finds him, and he gets you points, especially in a PPR league. I mean, he's doing great in our half-point leagues, but if you have that full PPR, Hunter Renfro is somebody that uh, hopefully you picked up off waivers this year. All right, looking at our stars of this past weekend, obviously our quarterbacks get it done, as always. Tom Brady, Josh Allen had a big second half in that game. Delvin Cook had a huge game, and we all thought that he might be injured and limited. He said, not so fast. James Conner might as well be a wide receiver. He can swap with Debo. Geez, the way he uh, was catching the ball on Monday Night Football for the Cardinals. Devonta Adams and Tyler Lockett both had huge games. George Kittle is no longer injured, and he's back to being the tight end. We all knew he could be. And the KC defense had 20-plus points. That's a surprise. You know, they've been quietly well not so quietly now but they, they've been pretty good the last few weeks i mean in fantasy and in real life i mean they they woke up or something i don't know if bench and Sorensen was the thing to do they're a lot better than they were the first half of the season our game of the week comes from the legacy league and it's one of the most heartbreaking things that uh Ooh, he almost did it i've seen in a long time I Heart Farts gets a win 109.8 to 103.6 over Bad Juju. I Heart Fart had uh, Stafford and Cooper Cup on Monday Night Football while Juju had OBJ, and he just couldn't keep up. Takes the six-point loss, losing four straight games. And listen to this. Six. 12, 5, 7. That's the margin of victory for Bad Juju's last four games. He lost by 6, lost by 12, lost by 5, lost by 7. That's like a touchdown. Yeah. A touchdown. The guy started 7 and 3, finishes 7 and 7, and misses the playoffs. Whoa. That, and, that hurts. But I mean, you, you had to think that the team that shall not be named would have some bad voodoo magic coming on them for naming their team after a guy they haven't had all year. I mean, that's karma, man. It comes around. It, it got him in the end. Yeah. What also got him was being stuck in the division with you and I and the farts, the top <laughs> team. 
Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah, that that did not help in the the division of death. Yeah, he got he beat Steve week one and then did not win another divisional game all year. One and five in the division, so that means he's six and two against everybody else in the league. Ugh. Not wow. only that, to make things worse, I don't know if you noticed this week, ESPN updated their app. They I now have a league history tab where oh. you can go in the settings and see all the league history for uh, whatever league you're in. So our legacy league dates back to 2010. The first year uh, we were on ESPN and I've been updating ever since. Bad Juju has been in the league since 2010. Long time. So this is 11 years. Over has, a decade. He has one playoff appearance. Oh. He's had good teams. It's not like he's out there not setting his lineup, drafting a bunch of scrubs, not giving a shit. He has worked the waiver wire, taken chances on players, had uh, he's had good teams, but I'd like to say I, I used to call myself Heartbreak Hotel. Corpy used to say he was the cursed one. You can't say any of that shit. Bad juju. Greg McClucky is absolutely cursed when it comes to fantasy and the legacy. Wow. There are kids in fifth grade who will only have known one playoff appearance for him. Can you believe that? Does that put it in perspective for you? Well, I think what can put it in perspective is his playoff appearance was in 2013. I don't think his son is eight years old. No. His son has not seen a playoff appearance. Wow. Well, he's, he's teaching his son to have a real stick-with-it attitude through thick and thin. You don't give up. Always onward. He's 55 and 88 in those 11 years. Do you know what you are? Uh, better than 55 and 88. <laughs> 88 and 55. Really? Actually, 87, 55, and 1. And you have one nine playoff appearances in that time. Hey, that's not too shabby. Yeah. I am 85. And 58. So you do have me by two games still. Wow. This week was big. It was. It really was. (laughs) Uh, And I have eight playoff appearances in that time. Very nice. But four championships. You do. Yeah. You have a great record when you make the playoffs at winning championships. Yeah. And my worst finish, I finished sixth and seventh. It has me in 11th place. You also finished sixth and seven that year, but you happened to make the playoffs because we were in a shitty division and you ended up winning it all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All you got to do is make it aim, fellas. That year is the reason I will never have Comcast internet again, because I didn't make the damn switch. It didn't go through for Seattle when Marshawn, Marshawn. Lynch was Lynch. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. I, I will remember. never, ever have Comcast again because of that. Uh, I, w- I would rather have no internet then. Wow. That. Go back to paper? Yeah. Hey, let's do it. We did it before. That's true. All right, but let's jump into the rest of the Legacy League. Here are your scores. For sale, got a 40-point victory over the Hertz Locker. Wow. He improves to 5-9, and 94-56. to 56. He did text me and said, if I win and this guy loses and this guy loses, I'm not in last place, right? I said, standings-wise, correct. You're not in last place, but points for points scored. <laughs> you're still 200 behind, so sorry, bud. He said, damn, I hope you guys like lobster tails. I said, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, Jeff. I love him. Uh, the fantasy behemoth, he snuck into the playoffs with a 98 to 89 point victory over waste management. Way to go, Corpy. I love lamb rolled to a 125 to 105 victory over the Washington Redskins. 
I Heart nice. Farts, as we mentioned, squeaked by Bad Juju 109 to 103. And another real close game on Monday Night Football, El Scorcho held off Kyler Murray and Hopkins on Monday night to get a 92-90 to 90 victory over the Fantasy Giants. The closest of victories. And another close game. Gosh, these were all really close. Your weekly yeah. high points winner. Last week we talked about him. We felt bad because he was the second highest, so he got no money. But he was playing the highest, so he also got a loss. Well, this week, he put the shoe on the other foot because he's the high point winner, showing pride 141 to 138, the second highest scoring team, Sean's hair. He puts up 138 oh. points, takes the ah. loss, and misses out on the dream scenario of winning seven straight and sneaking into the playoffs. Wow. What a finish. Unbelievable. But even if Kyle had one, he would have been seven and seven and Corpy had him outscored. So he would have missed the playoffs by about 65 points. Still, but still, I, I love the run that Kyle went on to end the season and the run that Jeff went on. Jeff was having a terrible season wins and losses wise. And he, he came back down the stretch one, I think, I don't know what, four out of six or something like that and finished real strong. And Kyle, he almost ran the table after starting 0-7. So, yeah, Jeff lost his two first games pretty bad. One week three against Corpy, and then went on to lose seven in a row. And then he finished the year winning four in a row. Yeah. I think week 10 is where he pretty much locked up lowest points, where it's like, all right, Jeff, it's you. You're catering the draft. Yeah. And he's like, well, if I'm going to cater the draft, I might as well show some pride. And he went on to win his last four games of the year, finished respectably at at five and nine. Yeah, that, that's perfectly respectable. And now we get lobster tails, I hope. At least, right? Yeah. Or at least just good beer. I mean, I'll take crab cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the playoffs are set. The bracket is out. Remember, seven teams make the playoffs. One team earns a buy, and that is the farts they get to enjoy this week off and sit on the sideline and just hope none of his players get hurt. Meanwhile, we have three matchups to watch. So let's start off with the number two seed, your Washington Redskins taking on the fantasy behemoth. Keys to the game, in my opinion. Can the New England Patriots defense somehow slow down Jonathan Taylor? And then can the Chicago Bears somehow slow down Justin Jefferson? Two guys who are absolute top of their position. Jonathan Taylor has been tearing through defenses. It doesn't matter who you put in front of him. He's getting it done. And I think we all expect it just to continue. But maybe, just maybe, with the week off to prepare, the Patriots have a game plan that could possibly slow him down. But we'll have to see. That's the only chance Corby has, in my opinion. Or yeah, I mean, that, that New England defense has been great at shutting down the top option for other offenses this year, and Jonathan Taylor is definitely it. Um, on the other side of the matchup, Corpy actually has two different stacks on his roster. So the real question is, will he pick the right stack here? He, he's got the stack of uh, Russ and DK, and then also Cousins and Thielen. Now, Thielen was out next week, or last week. He's projected to play this week. They get Chicago. Russ and DK, they are playing the Rams. Ah, ooh. I, 
I would probably lean personally toward playing the Minnesota guys, stay away from Jalen Ramsey and that whole defense over there. But if he picks the right stack here, he's got a good shot at staying in this. I don't know if he can win, but he'll hang around. Obviously, this all comes down to the matchups. Since you're up against Justin Jefferson, are you more prone to play Kirk Cousins? Because every time Jefferson scores, it just lessens that blow a little bit. Or do you go for broke, put in uh, your Seattle guys? Yeah, and then that first 60-yard bomb, and you're broke, and so is the TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, matchup number two, we have the third seed overall, the Hertz Locker, taking on the sixth seed, El Scorcho. And why don't you tell us about your matchup first? Both of us are trotting out quite a few running backs here. Um, I believe that we're both going to start four running backs apiece. None of our running backs are super top echelon. You, You know, they're not top three, not top four. What it really comes down to is which running backs get those goal line carries and can push the ball into the end zone and get those juicy, juicy touchdown points that we all want. I I don't know who's going to do it, but I really think that's what it comes down to in this matchup. My opinion on this matchup is going to be determined by the quarterback matchup. We got Josh Allen going against Carolina. He's been averaging 25 points a game. Meanwhile, the Hurts locker obviously trots out Jalen Hurts. He had a week off, and now he gets Washington, and he's been averaging 23 points a game. And like you said, you guys are both starting a lot of running backs. There's a couple holes here and there, but I think the big thing, it starts and it's going to end with your quarterback matchup. Whoever gets the advantage there, I think, has advantage to go win. And finally, we have the number four seed, I Love Lamb, taking on the number five seed, the Fantasy Giant. In my opinion, this game's going to come down to how the Baltimore Ravens handle the Green Bay Packers. I love lamb trots out Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams and Aaron Jones. He also has AJ Dillon on the bench, which, uh, Hey, why don't you go ahead and start him too. And they're taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously Baltimore historically has been a great defense. Let's hope that they right the ship a little bit this past weekend against Cleveland. They did not look as good as they usually do. So I'm no. really hoping Baltimore can step it up and just uh, slow down Rodgers and the Packers. Baltimore's down to like a half a cornerback or something like that. You know, they, they're really hurting in the injury department. And it takes three to cover Adams. Yes, exactly. So, you know, what, what do you do then? But my key for this game is your team. So you have some big name wide receivers on your team. Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill. I wouldn't call Amari Cooper a big name, but he's definitely top, maybe not top echelon, but he, he's one of the better wide receivers in the league. So the, the big names, they, they got to come through for you to kind of overcome this probably favorable matchup for basically Green Bay. The ceiling's high, uh, but the floor is low. As you know, last week, you only put up 90 points. It's not a great total, and it probably doesn't get it done in the playoffs. So if these guys can come through for you, I I think you have a real shot. Yeah, my team hasn't scored 100 points since week seven. That doesn't bode well. Yeah, that's why I have two wins since week seven. Mm -hmm. Two and five down the stretch. Was that when Henry went down? Yeah, he went down in week eight. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So So since Henry's been hurt, your team's been hurt. My team hasn't scored 100 points. Yeah. And it's probably my own fault because I didn't draft my team like I normally do built on running backs. I got caught up in the fireball and built on wide receivers. And here I am in the playoffs with Josh Jacobs as my lead back. All right, now let's move over to our coast to coast dynasty league and look at our scores from the last week of the regular season, week 14. 
The Gnus almost won by 100 points as they scored 167 to 72 over Purple Helmet Team Beers. The Gnus have been on absolute fire when they decide to set their lineup. God, I hope they win the loser's bracket. Another team on fire lately. The hottest team in the league, probably 174 points for Cromarty's childcare and wow. a 174 to 106 victory over Sunnyvale Sam Squatches. The fantasy giant did his part. He got a 134 to 93 victory over threat level midnight. Unfortunately, thanks to COVID and Tyler Higby, the 08 Lions couldn't come through. They lost 136 to 140 to the 2022 champs who wins the NFC division and gets that first round by uh, green beers gets a 93 to 72 victory over the chaos tyrants. Gross. Who, <laughs> who uh, like I said, did not set a full lineup. Well, the lineup was full. Just not everybody happened to play. Well, there, there were buys in there, which is funny though, because he ended up starting Lamar Jackson. Had he played his huh. other quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, he would have won. Wow. Yeah. He would have deserved that. <laughs> and then he would have been you in the playoffs. Tanking. You're going to win anyway. <laughs> but the playoffs are set as a reminder for the Coast to Coast Dynasty League. Six teams make the playoffs. So we have two teams on by, the winners of each division. And that was the 2022 champs and Tyler threat level midnight. So you guys both get to enjoy a week off. The losers bracket, those four teams are in a bracket to determine the 101. So remember, no tanking allowed in this league. So you got to earn it these last two weeks. So we do have two matchups in the loser bracket to talk about. And that starts with uh, number 10, Sunnyville Sam Squatches, taking on uh, number seven, the Chaos Tyrants. And just like I kind of mentioned it briefly in the Legacy League, I think Chafee's only hope is Kyler Murray going off against Detroit. Projected to lose by 30 points to the Chaos Tyrants, who have one of the best teams on paper in the league and can put up a monster score. So uh, it's all going to start and stop with Kyler Murray for Chafee. Yeah, the the Chaos Tyrants are going to win. But uh, I am going to be super pissed when they do because he threw the game and to hell with tanking. All he wants is the first pick. This is BS. We need to change the rules. How would we change the rules? I I thought about that. Lottery for the four teams that don't make it. Uh, A coin flip for the the two teams that win their first round of the loser's bracket. You know, something in there. This tanking stuff is crap. But he's not, he still has to earn it. He didn't, I mean, sure, he tanked to lose that one game, but I mean, now he has to win two more games. Yeah, against garbage. Well, the other matchup features number eight, the Gnus, and number nine, Purple Beers. The Gnus have been on fire, and they I have. think I think he's going to cruise this victory. He's favored to win by fifteen points, but unless the only way he's going to lose, in my opinion, is if Austin Eckler is limited or misses the game. And he he is questionable right now, so that that is definitely a possibility. And I have to agree with you. I, I think the, the Gnus are definitely favored in here. My question is, what does Team Purple Beers do at running back? Right now, the two running backs that he has in his starting lineup are both out. It's Daryl Henderson and Jamal Williams. I, I think I heard Jamal Williams was supposed to be back. I, I'm not sure yet. He doesn't really have any on his bench that he can start either. You're not really going to pick up a decent start starting running back in this league, especially this time of year. You know, if he somehow gets extra production out of those two positions, I mean, of course, he he has a good chance to win then. 
but I, I just don't see it happening. I, I think the Gnu's roll this coming week. Moving over to the actual bracket, the number three seed, the Fantasy Giant, who did win the uh, yearly high points award. So I will take that hundred bucks. Thank you very much. I was so nervous about that. I don't get the first round by you earned that, but I'll take the money. That's a good enough for me. I'm taking on team green beers in one league. I'm playing the green Bay Packers and Lynette in this league. I'm playing the Kansas city chiefs in beers. <laughs> he's got Tyree kill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got Clyde Edwards, Alaire. So those three guys, if somehow, I mean, Hill and Kelsey have had dud games the last two weeks. I think it's impossible for them to dud three games in a row. So I think they're going to bounce back and uh, I'm not sure I like my chances. There is a position and a player in this matchup that will determine it. I think it's the quarterback position for team green beers. He has four quarterbacks on his roster and they're all kind of the same. Uh, I mean, he's got Justin Fields in a starting lineup right now, but on his bench, he's got Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater and Mac Jones. I, I mean, none of them really jump out at you as to who you're going to start. So if he can pick the guy who goes for 20 points, that'll go a long way for him. Absolutely. And the other matchup, we have the number five seed, the 08 Lions, taking on number four, Cromartie's Child Care. And I was uh, pretty happy I didn't get matched up against Cromartie's Child Care. I think. His team is one of the strongest, if not the strongest in the playoffs. And it's really because of his supporting cast. Yes, he has Kamara. He has Devonta Adams. He has Mark Andrews. But you know who else he has? Leonard Fournette, running back five on the year. Yeah, We talked about him earlier in the show, Hunter Renfro, who's been on absolute fire these past few weeks. And probably one of the hottest pickups the last few weeks has been Sony Michelle who could be leading the way for the Rams. And he's had him on his team all year long. His supporting cast makes him a 17-point favorite in this game. And I think he's going to get it done against Trent. Yeah, like you said, he, he's a large favorite in this game. And uh, Trent comes in, he he needs overproduction from his wide receivers. He needs Lockett to not have a dud of a game. He needs Stefan Diggs to be the alpha receiver in that offense this coming week. And Josh Allen to also have a good game. He needs Hollywood Brown to have a great game with with or without Lamar Jackson being there. So, I mean, those are a lot of ifs, and I'm kind of with you. I don't see them all happening, but if he were to win, that's what he needs. All right, now let's take a look at the chopping block. We are down to a final four. Unfortunately, Team Butts got the chop this past weekend. He got the weekly high points in the Legacy League. He celebrated his daughter's birthday, and then he got chopped. But a good showing. He was a top four finisher last year. He finished fifth this year. And and remember, with the chopping block, he made the trophy, which is incredible if you haven't seen it. Wood burning he did on on the block. It looks awesome. So we're down to four teams. And those teams are Iron Feather, which is Ryan Mallard. We have Hamtramck's Fighting Kabasa, which is Tony Safranic. Trent's tip-top team, my brother-in-law, Trent Schneider. And then we have Jeff's Best Bunch, which is my coworker, Jeff Carmen. So one of those four teams is going to win the $250. All four of them have at least earned their money back. Playing with house money at this point. Uh, unfortunately we are recording this episode on Tuesday because of a work commitment tomorrow. So we do not have the bids, but the players that did go to the block from team 
butts. The big one is the quarterback position, Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. So if you're looking for a quarterback, those are both pretty nice upgrades there. We also have James Conner on waivers, Jamar Chase, um, also Steph Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. But again, at this point, when you have four teams left and a bench as small as they are in this, I mean, each team only has 10 guys in their roster. You're going to have big names left on the free agency all weekend long because it's all about playing those matchups. Yeah, congrats, guys. I'm making it this far and, you know, at least breaking even or better on your money this year. It'll be interesting to see what happens as far as the bids go and everything this coming week. Yeah, Trent has the most money at $18, followed by uh, Tony at $3. I mean, Trent can get pretty much anybody he wants, but again, it's who do you want at this point? Are they better than what you already have? So good luck to all four teams remaining. In my other leagues, uh, I did get another victory in the uh, IDP Promo League. Playoffs start this week. I did end up moving up from eighth place finally. I finished in sixth and got a nice matchup against a former champion. So I'm looking for my first championship in that league, and I, I really like my chances. So uh, I'll let you know what happens next week. And I missed the playoffs, unfortunately, in the BWO League. I had my chance to keep Ray out of the playoffs after Tom lost by one point to Rick and missed his opportunity at the bye, but Rick missed his chance at the playoffs with my loss. How's your family league? You got your bye locked up? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I kind of limped into it. I actually lost this past week. Um, who, who I was playing, they had Hunter Renfro and a couple other people who did pretty well, and I had Kyler, who, who had an okay game, but that's a league that you can you know, kind of double up on bonuses and things like that, and uh, Kyler didn't really do that sort of stuff for me. Uh, so that's okay, though. I still got the first round by, so I'm uh, looking at the following week, trying to set up my defenses and all that good stuff. All right, now let's take a look at our weekend watch as we have bonus NFL this weekend on Saturday. But it all starts on Thursday night on NBC as the Kansas City Chiefs are three-point favorites as they travel to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Saturday at 4.30 on NFL Network and NFL Network only. The Las Vegas Raiders are at the Cleveland Browns, who are favored by three. At 8 o'clock or 8.15 on the NFL Network, you have the New England Patriots taking on the Indianapolis Colts, who are favored by two and a half. Both teams coming off a bye there. Sunday in the NFL at 1 o'clock on Fox, we got the Arizona Cardinals, two touchdown favorites against Detroit. At 4.30 on Fox, your game of the week is the Green Bay Packers, favored by four and a half at Baltimore. Sunday Night Football does feature the Saints at Tampa Bay, favored by 11 points. And Monday Night Football, Minnesota Vikings, favored by three and a half as they travel to Soldier Field to take on Chicago. All right, what do we got for Fink's favorite of the weekend? So first off, guys, I want to remind you, like the fantasy giant said, there are games on Saturday, so don't set your lineups on Thursday thinking you're good and you don't have to check till Sunday morning. you, you got to pay attention this whole weekend for it. Um, but that being said, the game I really want to watch this week is on Thursday, and that's KC minus three at the Chargers. I, I think that's going to be a real interesting game just to see how this Kansas City defense deals with the Chargers, how – Herbert's maturation is gone and his matchup against Mahomes. Um, it, it should be a fun game to watch. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Man, that touchdown pass Herbert threw to Guyton was like, what, 65 yards on a dime. So yeah. beautiful. Uh, and, and then last night, Matt Stafford says, hold my beer, and does the exact same play it looked like. Mm-hmm. 
to uh, Van Jefferson, I believe. Meanwhile, in Detroit, we got Jared Goff, whose average depth of target is two yards. Well, you, you know, he, he knows his lane, and it only goes four yards downfield. <laughs> All right, our call your shot. We'll make a prediction for that's going to happen in the upcoming week. Last week, I said that the Chaos Tyrants would not set a full lineup. And uh, I'm going to take the win on that one. Yes, his lineup was full, but not everybody was actively playing. So, well, wait a minute. You said he wouldn't set a full lineup, and then you just said that he did set a full lineup. That that sounds like you lost to me. There was a player in every position. Well, there you go. That's a full lineup. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm wrong. Well, yeah. You, pre- <laughs> you predicted that I would beat you, and you were wrong as well. So take that. That's right. I, I was very wrong. And I am very happy I was very wrong. (laughs) All right. My prediction for next week, I am predicting I'm going two and one in the playoffs. And that's probably being generous. It's probably going to be one and two, but I want to think optimistic. Unlike you, you, sir. Yeah. Unlike you, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to win two of them. The the pessimist over here uh, needs an easy win in the call your shot shot section of this show. I think I've only been right maybe two or three times this whole year. So I am going to say that the Washington Redskins are going to beat the fantasy behemoth. Very simple. I I need an easy win. I hope you jinxed him so bad. God, I hope I did too. (laughs) Come on, Corpy. Or come on, Kenzo. I don't really care who wins that game, to be honest. Yeah. There's, There's not many teams I root against in this league. No, no. You root for good games, good matchups. Yeah, we root for fun. And let me tell you, there's nothing more fun than getting a text that says, make sure you check your mail today. That's right. And I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm holding it up to the camera and you can't see it. But it says, do not open till podcast signed GFL Sportcho. That's right. Everybody that I barely beat gets a special surprise. And I saved the specialist one for you. I uh, unfortunately took the loss this week, even though you asked me to throw the game. I did, and you did not. You, you did not comply. As my best friend, I dislike you too much to give you any sort of victory. I had to, had to go for the victory. So I got the do not open until podcast. Well, here's the mm-hmm. podcast is coming to a close. So I'm going to open this up. Official 2021 El Scorcho merch, I'm sure. Of course. Oh, boy. In your size. In my size, in this little box. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Now he can root for his favorite fantasy team in the playoffs. Who can root? Oh, you know, the one who's in bed. Oh, you. Th- this is for Mason. That's right. You're sending my son your fantasy merch. Oh, yeah. All ah. Scorcho, man. Wow. I love it. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. Thank you. Thank I, you. I hope Dave kicks your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Fantasy Giant podcast. We wish you best of luck in all of your playoff matchups. So remember, there is games on Saturday and as much as I hate to say it, watch COVID because it's going to affect our fantasy playoffs this year for sure. Check your lineup, set your lineups. Good luck, fellas. Arrivederci.